0: Welcome to Nerdables episode 444. This episode we discuss Lord of the Rings, the rings of power, and we discuss everything that came out of Disney's D23 Expo. There's Marvel news, Star Wars news, Lucasfilm news, Disney animation, Pixar, Disney Plus news. There's also Disney Parks news. This is gonna be Nerdables episode 444, D23 Explosion. Welcome to Nerdables. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. So we're going to discuss D23. But before we get into that, we haven't talked about Lord of the Rings, the show, TV series.
1: Yeah, speaking a so, show we haven't had one in like three weeks.
0: <laughs> I know, right? So um, we've had three episodes of the Lord of the Rings ep- uh, series. It's getting a lot of mixed reviews. I think some people are getting it. They're starting to like it better now that they've gotten three episodes under them. But the first reviews were just awful, and a lot of them were coming know, from to Tolkien story. fans.
1: It, everyone always says a lot of, and this is, and the majority. And it's not. It, it, if you if you really look at, it, if you can find every single person that tweeted about it, or every single person, every professional that put a review, or every person that's a big Tolkien fan. I know two huge Tolkien fans. One of them loves it, the other one doesn't. Yeah. So it's 50-50. There's no majority between anybody that I know that is like I read all the books, I reread all the books, I love all the movies, you know. And it was it was interesting because the one who loved it didn't like The Hobbit and the one who didn't love it didn't hate it, but said I didn't love it. Did like The Hobbit. But both of them said the same thing which it's really slow. And so was, slow, if you
0: read Tolkien, it's slow.
1: Yes, if you read it's also written in 1920 or whatever. Sure. This is a modern... Th- you, you have to know that, that you've got to make this for a modern audience. It, 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 if you overwhelm... Like I'm watching... No, well, I didn't watch this week's House of Dragons. Um, but watching House of Dragons, I'm like, this is slow. Just like Game of Thrones was. It's right. like a lot of talking. It looks pretty... Nothing happens for 90 minutes. Sure. You know, and then some sort of... Oh, some stuff happens this week. And then, you know, torture goes crazy or whatever. And it shot... For Lord of the Rings, it shot really well. It looks great. I like the look of the characters. It's interesting to kind of go through and see characters you know that are two millennia before we meet them the first time before. And Elrond and Galadriel, and some people that are that are referenced when we get to the Fellowship. Um, everything looks great. Yeah, it sounds great. I like. I, I like it. I, I I didn't expect it to blow me away because when you have to do that many episodes, you can't move like crazy, mm-hmm. and that's really that's kind of what really gets you like, oh man, this is is nuts. There's so much going on. And there is a lot going on and you don't really start to figure out what some of that is right until you get to the last episode.
0: Well, I pulled this from a writer who is also a Tolkien enthusiast. Um uh, he, he's a he's a published novelist and everything. And he put OMG total fail. The wrong the wrongs of power instead of the rings of power might end up being the crowning achievement of modern corporate storytelling. The disconnect between the original artist's vision and the the groupthink of misguided producers with a stated agenda is, is astounding. So he's mad at black people. What a terrible start. While the 4K imagery is pleasant at times, the show has an unmistakable whiff of amateurism across the board. Vague pseudo dramatic dialogue over engineered CGI settings and Commander Glide Rail are all so non so so excuse them are all so non basing the a show on everything Tolkien should and shouldn't have done isn't a vision or a premise it's a it's a vague empty Wasteland of superficial storytelling. Dis- disappointing.
1: He doesn't like black people. <laughs> no, that's what it is. That's everyone. Agenda, 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 agenda. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the agenda is to get people who don't normally watch Tolkien to maybe have an interest in watching a Tolkien series. And when sure. you have a problem with that, you can't help but come off as you're, you're, you're a beggar. And we'll get
0: to that when we get to Ariel or we get to D23. Uh, you, you just get to here. Yeah.
1: How many people? I can't believe there's a black elf. There's there's no such thing as a black elf. It's newsflash, there's no such thing as fucking elves. Right. You moron. Well, it's it, it takes place in England. No, it doesn't. No. And this one especially shows you, like, this isn't a real, it's nothing. What we believe, you know, oh, they go off to the west or whatever, and Valinor, and we've got something in between. And Mid, Middle Earth's a continent. Right. In this. It's just a continent. It's where mm-hmm. humans and elves are living, and dwarves are living. And then there's another island in between, yep. which is as big as Australia. I mean, Jesus, it was like this is a huge there's island. There's
0: so many aspects of this story that are from other pieces of Tolkien's writing, yeah. and which, for people that have read the Silmarillion and read the other Tolkien stories, there's so many little pieces in there that you're going. Like, that's cool. I'm glad they added that. Oh my God. That's who, you know, okay. see, I think a
1: lot of Tolkien people are mad that those pieces are in because they don't live up to what they think they're going to be. I can understand when that you to, to see Valinor and to see the ships go to the West, which mm-hmm. is a major part of return of the King. Yes. And to be like, Oh, they're dead. They're just going to heaven. That's what, that's what it looks like. That's it. Right. And so I was like, it's not what I expected. I took it for what it was. Well, we really get a glimpse only, of Valinor. It, it really, only exists for the idea of having Galadriel turn around, correct, and go back to finish the fight, correct. And so, it's not a major piece. But I can see people that are just like, oh, "I thought Valinor was going to be, you know." But what we, what get we get a glimpse of Valinor at the or... very
0: beginning when the when the elves leave Valinor to go to Middle Earth.
1: Yes, yeah, so what I'm talking about when she returns, the, the veil that she goes through, the 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 people that. Watch the original films or reading the story may have a different vision than what sure. this is. It's always dangerous when you put a stamp on it. Mm-hmm. Wolverine's origin. We put a stamp on it. Oh, well, that wasn't as much fun as right. 80 million people thought it was. You know, The, the quote-unquote light
0: veil is the point of no return that Having she has been. to make the decision. Do I go so through?
1: Just, if, if you let yourself kind of just let that story unfold before, that's a, I've, I've told everyone that kind of knows, I don't want you to tell me what you think the meteor man is. I don't care... I'll figure it out on my own. I don't want anybody to tell me, no, mm. no, this is this is this and this is this. And then this happens. And then, oh, well, according to this indices, this happens. And according to this indices, this. I'm like, no, don't tell. Them. Just let it flow out. I don't need to know everything. I don't want to know what episode 12 is before I've seen episode four. So just let it happen. I don't know who the meteor man is. I don't care right now. They will tell me. Good for you. I but don't, then again, I don't because care. I've
0: read I've read more of it yeah, than you but have. but I
1: don't, I don't care. Yeah. I don't I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I will figure it out when they want me to figure it out.
0: No, and and for somebody that's like you, where you haven't gone as depth into the tokenology. I've never said I was I I, you have only really been a fan of the movies and the appendices that come with the movies. I've always admitted it.
1: Yeah. I've always said I am a, a film fan. I'm a Peter Jackson's version of Tolkien Lord of the Rings fan. That's what I've I've seen. That's what I've I have read The Hobbit. I did not get through a lot of fellowship before I gave up um, and not saying it's bad, not saying it's, you know, but what I've taken from is what the films are. Um, well, see, so even like with the Hobbit, love. when you see the Arkenstone, it's just
0: what they say, whatever the references in the movie for you. Yeah. Whereas for me, I know it's a Silmarillion it's one yeah, of it's one of the three pieces, you know, and we
1: started things. to kind of talk about what that would be, and, or whatever, and some some part of it I can't remember. But it, it doesn't. Reminded it, doesn't Wong, it, it, it reminded me of Wong trying to re, to to sorry, Wongers, uh, trying to obsessed with that. Madison oh with two S's Wongers, and a Y, but it's not where you think it with is. Two N's and a Y, not where you I think it is. Um, but the uh, when he's explaining the Infinity Stones, it was yeah. something they're like, oh okay. But my point was that it.
0: it for me knowing it's one thing and you knowing it as what whatever they're telling you doesn't diminish it for either one of us.
1: No, not in our particular cases, but I think in the overall, I think it diminishes for people who are fans because this is not made for people who read the books. This is the sense of discovery that I'm having is very different than the sense of discovery that people are having expecting what they want to see. Sure.
0: Especially this last episode where there were certain characters that were introduced that play a big role later on.
1: Yeah, and we'll get to that. And but, so it, but as soon as I hear the names, as, I already know the reference. Said, and, and like in a Marvel thing, yeah, it's very interesting to me to get reactions for people who do not have a connection to comics. Sure. Wow. How, uh, Cap and the Winter Soldier, or Iron Man three mm-hmm. with Extremis, or Infinity Gauntlet where you don't know what's coming. How many people went to see Infinity Gauntlet and get to the end and he snaps his fingers and everybody disappears and they're like, oh my god, half right. the universe disappeared and we're like, yeah, that's the first page of Infinity Gauntlet. Or Groot coming back at the end of Guardians. Yeah, but it, that's a little bit different because well, well, yeah, because I, I didn't have any connection to any of the Guardians. So. Yeah, but you, you
0: did know who Groot was and that Groot can yeah. re, you know, regenerate.
1: But, you know, just those when Bucky falls off the train in Cap, yeah, yeah, I know where this is going. Yeah, you know they, the 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 bad guy in the next, but you're even looking Cap at it. Film, we saw that all the way back in Incredible Hulk. When Correct. He has, you know, piece of thing fall on his head. You're like, oh, I know who this is going to be. Yeah, and but that's even a even with, type of fun. But I sometimes think that actually takes away from the experience when you know what it is. How much different for me. To walk into Winter Soldier knowing the entire time that it's Bucky, for someone who loves the movies right. and loved Bucky in the first film, when he takes you know when the mask comes off and like, holy crap,
0: right? You know the because twist I, that I'm they sure you here. were like I was with uh, when you're watching Cap. It's especially when you're starting to get to the stuff in World War II. You're going, okay, so exactly how are they going to do the Bucky thing? Yeah, because in the it's in the books it's so much different, you know, than what they do. They do it. Marvel's done a great job of reenacting things within the stories they've been telling of the Marvel MCU. You know, they're not going to, obviously they're not going to be the same but things. But they're things with different
1: twists. Right. So Infinity Gauntlet is very different. Very. Then Extremis uh,
0: is very different.
1: What Extremis is, is not. The story sure. is very different. Infinity Gauntlet, the entire basis of Thanos' quest is completely different. Oh, yeah, definitely. And in, in a, for a modern audience... Much better than, hey, I want to bang a skeleton. Right. So having, you know, like, oh, the resources and everything, and it really is a modern story of the idea as we're watching our world fall apart in front of us because we don't have enough of this and we don't have enough mm-hmm. of that. And one thing we do have enough of is people. Maybe we should snap our fingers. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: the, 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 the nuances of this were so much more understandable than, you know, doing it for the love of death.
1: Yeah. And not death. Literally. There's literally, the embodiment of death, a skeleton in a robe that he wants to pork.
0: So there's a lot of people that are calling this uh, um, Game of Thrones light. Would you agree with that? As, as somebody that's watching both the, the new Game of Thrones show and the
1: and this. It's impossible to remove my bias from it. I'm more interested in this in Lord of the Rings simply because I watch Lord of the Rings. Sure. And I enjoyed it, and I'm interested to see how this world develops.
0: See, I don't even feel that they're the same genre, almost.
1: It's much more... I mean, this is definitely a fantasy story. For Game of Thrones, and and from what I watched of the first ones, really the only fantasy element is the dragons. Everything else is very... It's fairly realistic. Well, the White Walkers. Still, I mean, that's a hell of a lot more than, you know, like... You know, super little magic powers yeah. and different races and all this other stuff. Everybody's this is more human. Arthurian. It's more
0: Arthurian than Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, it's more kind of medieval with a dragon. You yeah. know, like, here's here's the rest of it. And as, as you well, go through you had, that, I mean, that first season. Lady and Hawk and all those that have a dragon. Yeah, the first two seasons where you're just like, yeah, this is... There's not a lot of fantastical elements because they can't afford it, so...
0: Well, I guess technically Excalibur had a dragon because Merlin does turn into a dragon, in not it?
1: So uh, just Game of Thrones always
0: seems more Arthurian than fantasy.
1: It seems more political than, you know, family and politi- politics and and all of that type of stuff versus, you know, what we're seeing in, or what I'm seeing in Lord of the Rings. But uh, that's just me. Everyone kind of... The, the thing that fandom needs to accept is that everybody brings their own thing into something. And that's kind of the basis of where things start and where they end is your experience with some sort of entertainment what you bring to it is going to inform what you take out of it and we're so diverse now not just you know not woke uh but just diverse in the sense of all of our experiences are so incredibly different and you know i've talked about this with tv there's no tv show that everybody watches anymore you know there's none of these things the stuff that's more popular but there's just so much that's out there. You can't watch all of it, and there isn't one. There's no appointment television. That's why sports still has such a, a hold on people. Mm-hmm. Everybody watches the Super Bowl, so everybody has sort of that same experience. You're still going to take something into it than out of it. If you're a fan of one of those two teams, it's a very different. But it seems you know,
0: nowadays, especially with film and television, it's more. you see more people wanting to hate it than like it. It's just social
1: media. Sure. That's the, the the thing is what social media has done is it says, okay, you now have a voice to potentially everybody else who has this same platform. Mm-hmm. Which voice is more interesting? Stuff you like or stuff you hate? Oh tech, tech, yeah, I mean it's always been that. The way. Hate, yeah, the hating stuff is always. We, we be had it when when Sebastian, when Sebastian, Jesus Christ, when Sebastian and I were doing comic dating. Mm-hmm. Our mandate to ourselves was: we are never going to talk about something that we don't like. Right. If we both don't like it, we will not talk about it because we wanted to remain positive. Well, even with this, we tried not and to it talk. It was really difficult. I'm sure because I mean just just here, anytime we like something, we're watching She-Hulk. What do you think? It's good. Yeah. Okay. But it's a lot easier to say, like, no, this happens in this, and I don't know why this is... It's easier to pick it apart. We had a lot more to say about it, and, and I liked Miss Marvel, but I had a hell of a lot more say of picking it apart to say my disappointment in it is, you know, it's it's two completely different series. and Sure. It doesn't have a great through line, and these pieces are kind of here, and then these go away, and this stuff that's interesting, they go, you know, it's just a way to, to be able to... It's so much more easier. So much more easier. I, I'm always an English major. <laughs> it's so much easier to To construct a deconstruction of why you don't like something than why you do. Sure. And I've said I've said for years one of the things that people don't recognize is that aesthetic um, criticism of the idea that you like something. I can't even tell you why. Like Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite cracks up the cracks the hell out of me. A lot of people hate that movie. And I'm like, I couldn't even tell you why. It just hits me in the right spot. It's just dumb. Hell, I'm watching the new Beavis and Butthead, and it's as, ow. It's bright in my eyes. Uh, It's as funny as it's ever been, because it's really stupid. (laughs) And they're so dumb. And there's just something in that voice. People can be, you know, stupid. People are like, well, that's dumb. That doesn't crack me up. That cracks me up every time. Every time Butthead's like, hey, baby, it's so stupid. But here I am, just giggling every time it happens. And some of that is, that's what my friends were into too. And so we, we, we used to shoot pool. That's all we were doing was just doing Beavis and Butthead or Simpsons. One or the other. Okay. So D23 was this weekend. D23 was this
0: weekend. Uh, They started out on Friday with the 100th logo or the, for the new logo for the openings of movies and TV series and things like that. That's going to be exclusive for the 100th anniversary of Disney pictures. Which, by the way, that's what did 23 and D23 is because it was came out. They were created in 1923. If anyone didn't know that. Um, But there's a brand new logo, the introduction of the castle and everything. And you, you know, if you look The castle
1: is now black.
0: (laughs) In the background, you can see uh, the Matterhorn on one side. You can see Pride Rock on the other. Pride Rock
1: is Latino. (laughs) The Matterhorn has been taken over. But here's the cool Americans. thing
0: this new logo was created by Industrial Light Magic. Okay. I just thought that was a cool way to you know, incorporate everything into it. Um, but it was, you know, it's just, I was starting out the D23 stuff with the new logo because, you know, they did make a big deal about it. And if you haven't seen it, it's pretty cool. Well, it makes sense that ILM
2: makes the logo because why not? <laughs> They're on the payroll. We we've established there that are a Disney, lot of payroll. <laughs> we established try, that yeah, Disney, Disney doesn't like to venture
0: outside. It also outside. features a new arrangement of "When You Wish Upon a Star." You mm. know. Wait, did you guys see Pinocchio? No, not oh. yet. What lo- the y'all? Uh, so they they made a lot you of are, announcements. Where did the boy? So on Friday they did the Pixar and Disney announcements of the movies and you know the new shows and stuff that are coming. They announced that there's going to be a Descendants four coming. Um, which Chris is really excited about. Yeah, I'm hyped. Hocus Pocus Two is obviously coming out. Almost as hyped as I am for High School Musical. The musical. <laughs> we got uh, Disenchanted trailer. That, that I liked. I liked it, but I think they told you too much.
1: They always gonna tell you too much. But as someone who's only seen bits and pieces of Enchanted, I was like, I, 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 this actually looks more interesting. If they would have
0: waited, if they would have stopped it just before they let you know that Giselle is kind of, you know. The bad guy in it. It would have been really good to let that happen in the film.
1: I'm glad that it it still stars, as as they said on stage, the Disney superstar. Adele Dasi. Yes. Every time I see her, Adele Dasi. But they
0: put out a new trailer. They put out a trailer for that. They put out the poster for Peter and Wendy, Peter Pan and Wendy.
1: So many Peter Pan stories.
0: There are. But this one... Will not only be focusing on Peter Pan, but Wendy
1: gets equally equal screen time. So, a forty-seven-year-old man who's trying to bang a (laughs) fifteen-year-old girl—way to go! That's what it is. Peter Pan's existed for like four decades even though you know doesn't, he doesn't age guess, but when he's, he's still there a
0: child she's born. she's not younger really. she's sure. younger than
1: 15 he's got a lot of he's got a lot of experience hey, Look, yeah, In she's...
2: Hook, when he came back you remember she was an 87 year old woman at
0: that point and he's with her granddaughter
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, you're not helping the case I'm just saying somehow he still ended up with a Wendy
0: uh David Lowry the director of of um but this is the director of Wendy, or Peter Pan and Wendy. He said that the Wendy story will be more, it'll be more involved with Wendy so than woke. we've seen before. She won't just be quote unquote Peter's love interest. So woke.
1: <laughs> so woke. Uh, we got our, we got a teaser I of the Haunted it Mansion. More, it was more interesting that Tiger Lily's in it. Tiger Lily's, was it, she was in the... the I'm surprised now that Tiger Lily's in it. <sighs> Um,
0: it depends on how they address, I mean, if you dress her as Tiger Lily and not really go in, she's an Indian or the it's, it's, the whole
1: Indian aspect of it. She's not Indian. That's what I mean. She's a native Islander at this point. Yes. Um, it would be so much easier just to drop that character. I was surprised when they introduced the actress on stage. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's see where that goes. But I haven't watched. It <sighs> was the last pan I watched. Oh God. It was, it was awful. It was early two thousands.
0: That was the Peter Pan.
1: Yeah, whatever it was.
0: It, I, it's the one that had... Um,
1: I don't remember much of it. He
0: did the voice of... Um, one of the Star Wars characters that everybody really loved and wanted to come back for the live action. They Actually, uh, shoot, I can't think of his name now.
1: Anyway, um, I remember more of the experience because I went with I went with a buddy and we met up with people that we were working with. And I, the two people we were work we worked with were two people that I really liked, and then, like, with five minutes in, I'm like, "All right, you guys don't want me here, so I'm going to go sit in the back of the theater so I actually watch that movie alone."
0: It's Jason Isaac? He played Captain Hook and Mister Darling. I like that one because the actress I, I was in love with the actress who played. Uh, she was fifteen. Tink. And No, Ludovin. Uh, Sagner, S A G N I E R. Can't say her name. Uh, I haven't seen her in years. She was in. Remember when there was a um, there was an independent um, film company that did a lot of work back in. uh, A lot of independent. No, no, no. But the early two thousands, like they dominated the market. Miramax. No, um it was it was after Miramax. It, oh god, shit. I wish I'd thought, I had thought I didn't even know we were give talking that about this after one.
1: Miramax, cuz Miramax was early 2000s too. late 90s early
0: 2000s. Focus Films. Cuz they did Focus the one features. they did the one that had uh Emily Blunt in it that was, you know, um My Summer in Love right or something. Yeah, so anyway, she was seen, Tinkerbell in it after doing this movie called The Swimming film.
1: Pool. I I, I don't really care. There's another Peter Pan. Like, I, I love the Peter Pan story, so I'm glad that I they're gonna have the one. Peter Pan story too. I don't need it 600 times because it's never anything new. What about Jamie Lee
0: Curtis in Haunted Mansion?
1: <sighs> Better than Eddie Murphy.
0: That they actually came out in a Doom
1: buggy. That that the denouncement was cool. She yeah. says zero words. Yes, she and then does. They leave. Um, I want to know what that film is.
0: So that's that I, the one I that don't have to see it. That's the one that Scarlett Johansson's producing.
1: Yeah, still, I, Haunted Mansion is a, is a, is a perfect blend of a ride, sure, and it is very hard to replicate that. You can take Pirates of the Caribbean; thought that movie was going to be awful. It's like, oh, this is good because there's nothing to do with a ride. If you How tell you the story,
0: if because I'm wondering if Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis is playing the part of Madame
1: Leota. I believe she is because that's the music they were playing when she came out, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Wasn't it Madame Leota's music? If you tell the story of
0: the mansion with the wife, then well, part of the, from that point of view, in part that time period... of the period, beauty
1: of Haunted Mansion is that the story is not set in stone. Correct. You can kind of bring your own stories to what's most important. When they did... When Marvel had the Disney Kingdom's comic book, they did that Haunted Mansion. Yeah. And the idea is that Constance is the main character is that Constance has actually trapped all of the, the ghosts in the mansion. They can't right. leave and they need like fresh blood or something. I don't remember what it was. Um, all I remember from that thing is when they, they, they have the, the the main character, the child or whatever that comes into the the uh, the party hall and the guy says, Oh, you think this is crazy? You should see this at Christmas. It's a nightmare. And I'm like, that is the best line I've read in a comic <laughs> book in my entire life. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Um, but if you're taking it from like they did with the Eddie Murphy one, where they come to the house, you know, and they get, you know, she's the she's the embodiment of the spirit that of the whatever it was. It was awful. And yeah, trying to do it I've as a comedy, it, it doesn't it work. So mm-hmm.
1: well, that's the thing. Is a, oh, excuse me, I haven't slept in two weeks. Uh, if Disney's doing it, it's going to be a comedy. They're not going to do a straightforward movie. Wait, it
0: tells you in here. The Haunted Mansion is about a woman and her son who enlist a motley crew of so-called spiritual experts motley to help her rid the home of supernatural squatters. It's, it's Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, it's, it's Ghostbusters.
1: It's Beetlejuice. Got to get the spirits out of the house.
0: They did show a sneak peek of the film uh, for the crowd that was there.
1: And yeah, nobody else can see it because Disney's like, no, you have to be here.
0: So it it it's not going to be what I would like it to be, but it's going to be. It's
1: not, I don't think it's, it's, it's not for us.
0: Um, they also, they also announced a prequel to The Lion King, Mousfasa.
1: All I want is for when that title comes up. It's just uh, Whoopi Goldberg, whatever. Fasa. So Mufasa, it's gonna to be, Mufasa, uh, Mufasa.
2: Mufasa, <laughs> it's going
0: to be told tricky. in flashbacks from Rafiki, Timon, and Pumba's point of view.
1: Timon and Pumba new Mufasa?
0: I, I I'm I'm hoping it's Rafiki telling Timon and Puma Pumba Mumba. about Mufasa so they understand. I the only
1: live action remake I've seen is Jungle Book. Never saw Lion King. You didn't see Lion King? No, I've seen it. I had it. Lion King, <sighs> Lion King, and Aladdin are my favorite of the Disney Renaissance movies. So I just like I don't I don't need to see them. I, I had mine. I got it. It was great.
0: I liked. I, uh, I liked it. I've actually seen, I've, seen, I've seen all of the Lion King things. Mm-hmm. The Lion King, two Lion King two and a half or <laughs> straight to plane. Uh they announced the live action Snow White. Starring Rachel Zegler and Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is going, to be,
1: is going to be the evil queen. See, same problem they have with Snow White and the Huntsman. Who's the prettiest of them all? This bitch instead of you, Charlie Theron. No. <laughs> That's impossible. You're telling me this Renee chick's going to be hotter than Gal Gadot? Or you're Rachel. out of your goddamn mind. She is.
0: I mean, you, Do you know who she is?
1: I don't care She was Maria in uh, West Side Story Good for her You think she's fairer than Gail Gadot? You're out of your mind I think so Look at her I didn't say she isn't No, I'm taking the left There's no way There's there's Um, not a chance
0: Well, Rachel Zegler's wanted to be Snow White since she was a little girl So she got her chance
1: Good for her I hope it's good for her
0: You're so cynical about all these
1: I, it's the same. I've got sixteen of the same stories. There is nothing you've announced that has not been done before, in some way or another. Where's the original story? And everything you Disenchanted is the only original story you you mentioned. Disenchanted so far is the original. Everything else is a remake. Hocus pocus too.
0: The next one we'll talk about is, is Little Mermaid. There you go. Uh, which is starring Haley Haley Bailey. And, and all the
1: people that wanted to see holly berry's boobs again or man
0: um i was the first one of the first people that said i didn't i wasn't necessarily on board with the idea of recasting the ethnicity of ariel
1: i've always had no problem with it because it's it you you asked me the the things of what now i haven't why i haven't watched those the the live action is i said these aren't mine Right. This is a new generation. It's the same thing when we talk about Star Wars, when sequels and prequels and everything. I'll enjoy them because I'm still continuing that story. But I understand prequels weren't made for the people that actually saw Star Wars. Right. Not directly. Neither were the sequels. And neither were the sequels. Well, I think the sequels are because they tried to be a little more adult than sure the the others. But we had ours, and and now there's a new one, and that's fine. But here's the thing. When I saw the trailer for. I don't, let me start. I don't disparage Disney for redoing these things. I get it. There right. are very few original stories that are out there, and it's very dangerous to do them. Spend a lot of money and just watch it tank instead of trying to do something that you know it's going to work. So I'm not disparaging Disney for doing them. I particularly am ambivalent about all of them because it's not something, it's not in a franchise that I'm following. I, I don't need Mufasa's origin, but that's me. Somebody else does. Awesome. And they'll enjoy it, and it'll be great. I'm assuming it's who played Mufasa in Lion King. Was James. it Idris Elba? No, in the live action one. Yeah, James Earl James? James James Jones. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, he's not doing. He's no, not really they, doing. I don't know. Think, he's know if doing he did in the live Lines. action one, but yeah, yes, he did. He did. Yeah. It? Yeah. yeah, that was the one they. Yeah, I think. I think we were talking about that. It's like this, <laughs> they were never going to change that. Yeah, change that. But he changed the genie. I mean, well, the funny thing was they had to. I know they had to, or no, they didn't have to. They just don't make that movie. That's sure. what I'm saying. There are some times where you're just like, you know what? We don't need to make this. We don't need to make this.
2: Someone made the joke that they have to try to milk James Earl Jones as much as they can before he's gone.
0: Well, so no, no Chris, Chris had the best sure.
1: thing, best solution. He's done so much dialogue over the years. That's what that's what it is in Kenobi. It's yeah. all digital. Mm-hmm. It's digital taken off of works he's already done. It's, it's, a, it's an AI voice. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe that's what they'll use for this. But if he's the star of the show, I can't imagine... Well, it's not like he has to do much work. He just sits down and reads the lines. Yeah, but he just doesn't, doesn't have that 90 same voice. Something. Yeah, he's he's
0: not. It's hard.
1: Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not walking on stage to, to to say, "Hey, everybody, I'm Mufasa again." Yeah. Um, so
0: Little Mermaid. I, when I saw the trailer, I was immediately on board. I went, "This is Ariel. This is she's great." When I saw the TikToks that came out
2: TikTok. of the little girls
0: that hadn't seen the video or that hadn't seen the trailer when they, or hadn't even known about the casting, when they saw that Ariel looked like them, I don't care who you are. If you say that, you know, whatever you have to say that's negative about this character and this role,
1: I will fight, fight you. you on it all the way tooth and nail. You might lose, but he'll fight you. Uh, James Earl Jones is ninety-one. Yeah, um, and she, you know, again, again I'm, go for it, make it. I'd love to see. I would have liked to seen if they're going to redo Aladdin, have all the characters be. I mean, wh- what's Aladdin supposedly set in? Northern India, southern Southern India? No, yeah, it's, it's Middle East. In Middle East. Yeah, the Middle Eastern actors and actresses for it would have been. They great. did. Somewhat.
0: All of them except for. All of them were
1: except for Will Smith. Well, Will Smith's ancestors were, but uh, whatever. Um, Yeah, it's just. Again, I don't. I'm glad they're doing it. It's going to mean something for a new generation, and that's awesome. I don't need to
0: see it. Okay, what about Pixar's announcement for Elements? Dell's Elements. Elements is the, the new film that is by filmmakers Peter, Sean, and Denise Ream. I still it not told me what it is. What if the periodic table made you cry?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the best things well, ever. It, what if feelings had feelings? <laughs> what if toys had feelings? Yeah. What if ants had feelings? What if cars had feelings? <laughs> Inside out. What if feelings had feelings? So, <laughs>
0: Elemental is set in a city where fire, water, land, and air are residents that live together. Amber is a tough and fiery young woman, and Wade is a fun, sappy, go-with-the-flow guy. He's water, by the way. Um, helping to bring them to life are Le- uh, of Lee, Leah Lewis and um, some other guy. I'm not even going to try to spell it and say the name because I'm just going to completely butcher it. It's probably like Sam Smith. <laughs> Oscar Isaacs.
1: <laughs> yep, see? Mamodo. It looks like Mamodo. Mamodo Arthi?
0: Arthi. No, there's no R.
1: A T H E A T H I E. I'll give Pixar a lot of credit. One, first original script we've heard. And two, they don't always fall into the superstar voiceover act. Very true. They, they find people who are voiceover artists. Very, very true. Except for Eric, a lot of times. Get Eric's like, yeah, I mean, they they still have them, but sometimes it is like like having. Um, Speaking of which, <laughs> the next one. Yeah, it's it's the it's uh,
0: Inside Out Two, right? No, Win or Lose is coming to Disney Plus as a series. It's the first Pixar series starring Will Forte. As Coach Dan in the see, series, see, I wouldn't
1: say Will Forte is a superstar. I don't think people go to it because it's Will Forte. Uh, sure, I'll give you that. I'll give I'm you that. I'm not going to watch it because it's Will Forte. <laughs> oh, come on, Forte is amazing. <laughs> no, he's not.
0: So it, it's a. Ba- it's basically yes, he is. He's not. Oh. It, in a way, it's like the Bad News Bears, but you know, more of a diverse team. Well, they right. were pretty diverse, but it's you know, it was, there was a girl. There was a. Hispanics, there was all kinds. Uh, then we also got Elio, which is going to be—that's
1: that uh, Michael Jackson film, right?
0: No, this is <laughs> an eleven-year-old y- gets transported. eleven-year-old gets transported through space to another planet. It's Captain Eo is it? <laughs> <laughs> and the residents think he's the ambassador to Earth.
1: Sweet, I think it's Captain Eo. <laughs> What the hell was the story, Captain you know, I can't remember.
0: I don't remember.
1: And then announced got, gotta it's, be somewhere. It's on YouTube. You can it's watch it be yeah. somewhere, yeah. It is.
0: Inside Out 2's coming. What if feelings had more feelings? <laughs> no. It is what When... when um Isn't that um isn't that Amy Poehler? Amy Poehler, yes. Um But two of the two of the voices may not be coming back. We may not be getting um uh, fear and disgust because they got underpaid. Fear was um, Adele Dussie. No, another uh, alumni from uh, SNL. Adele <laughs> Uh But My this one follows. This I one follows when she's a teenager. Or Meg when she's a teenager. So somebody goes. I just want to know who's doing the voice of Horny. <laughs> <laughs> because you got to do that character if she's a teenager. I was like, nope. I don't think horny's an emotion. It's not. But is disgust really an emotion? It's Part of it. So Zootopia Plus is coming to Disney Plus.
1: Boy, you know, what is, you're saying all this stuff, I haven't seen a lot of films. I've never seen Inside Out. And I've never uh. seen Zootopia. A one show is coming, so, to so makes me Plus. cry. No, well, boy, yeah, so the, the, Poor this, Bing Bong. part of the part of the reason I had never I didn't see Inside Out was Inside Out came out right after my father had a stroke, mm-hmm. and I remember being at work, and Roberto had seen it, and he's like, "Have you seen Inside Out?" And I said, "No." And he's like, "Oh yeah, it's really good." And he's like, "Whoa, no, no, don't go see it! Don't go see it! Don't go see it!" I was like, like, "You cannot go see it. You are not allowed to go see it. You cannot go see it." Because of, it more than anything, it was because my emotions were so raw about anything. He's yeah. like, you're not going to get through it. You're not going to get through it. I right. would have
0: said that for outward, but inside out. It wasn't anything specific. It maybe just like, because of the the, the emotions yes, themselves. That
1: was the thing. It was just like, don't go see it because your emotions are so mm. raw. It was like through every day. Onward, I
0: could see would be troubling for you.
1: The one that got me more troubling than I thought was the good dinosaur. At the end I was like, oh man, I can't I can't do this. <laughs> when the, the human gets reunited with his father, I was like, oh no, this is not good.
0: So Zootopia 2 is coming November 9th to Disney Plus. Uh Awanu is going to be coming. It's based on a Pan African comic book. Um, and it's going to be coming to Disney Plus sometime in 2023. We're also getting... They also announced for Disney Animation Strange World, which will be coming out in November 23rd. Which, the trailer for this looks amazing. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal starring in that one with Jake Dennis Quaid. Uh, Lucy Liu's in it. And they and also Lucy had knows. a movie... Or Yes, Wish is coming. It's uh, Fall 2023. Uh, it's... Oh, Alec Tudin's in that one. Huh. He's a I like Alec. Um
1: Like him so much, you can't
0: get his name. <laughs> no, I was trying to I was trying to read as I was doing this. It it's the first um it's going to be the first, I think, South American princess that's been um in the Disney studios. I don't think there's been a South American yeah, never had uh no.
1: never
2: had a child. South American? No. I don't think so.
0: Or Central America, you know, that within either of those regions.
2: Poison, poison for Cusco. Cusco's
0: poison. But that was the big announcements on Friday. Friday. Friday Saturday. Saturday. We got Saturday, Saturday, the, Saturday. the announcements so we for, the background
1: for, Saturday. for Marvel,
0: Lucasfilm. No one Lucas cares about, no about that. No one cares about that at yeah, all? Yeah,
1: no one. We just, let's just do all the animation stuff again. Um,.
0: So for <laughs> um, Lucasfilm, we got a look at Indiana Jones. Found out this is going to be the last film with Indy in it. Which Harrison We could have figured that out already. Uh, I know. Thank God. A lot of people don't. They don't. They're going. So wait, is this the last Indiana Jones film, or is this the last one with Indy? They weren't specific.
1: Indiana Jones. I can't imagine
0: Disney saying no. We're not going to do anything more
1: with Indiana Jones. I can't, because Indiana Jones, to me, of of all these kind of properties, is so and it's so clicked right onto him. They had a chance when they did Young Indiana Jones Chronicles as a TV series, and if they had gone forward and done a movie with Sean Patrick Flannery, I think people would have accepted it. Now, I don't know if they will. I mean, people hated Solo because someone dared to play the Harrison Ford character who wasn't Harrison Ford. Sure. And I'm not saying that you'll have that. What if you would have done Indiana Jones 4 with Mutt, but if that would have been a better
0: story, would he have been they a crossover? Tried. And
1: that's the thing. Is they tried. Yeah. That was supposed to be the idea, but they also didn't introduce Mutt as the type of person who would do anything that Indiana Jones did. Correct. He basically tells his father before he knows his father, like you're a gray-blowing asshole. Right. I don't really like you. I. It'll be interesting to see what Phoebe waller Bridges plays, because Harrison Ford was very complimentary of her, mm-hmm. and maybe she's the character that they want to go forward with, and just do like you know Indiana Jones presents whoever her character is. Mm. So maybe that's it. But I don't. I, I. I really struggle to see them do anything with Indiana especially going forward, you don't want to remake those films. You already had kind of a prequel series that still exists. You don't know if you want to remake that. That's probably their best option if they really want to make, well, they did say there's going to be flashbacks in the Yeah. So flashbacks in the third one. Yes. Um, and that was supposed to be going forward. when right. And then River Phoenix died. Yes, So they're like, well, we're not doing that. And then they did the Young Indian Jones Chronicles. Everybody launched, loved Sean Plattrick Flannery. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, like, this is way too expensive. We're not doing any of this. Well, they, they did they did the jump. They had him where it was younger. Young yeah, young they had Indiana. the very young. Yeah, they had the, the toddler. Not toddler, but, you know, grade school Indiana Correct. Jones. But the Sean Platrick Flannery stuff and the, and oh, the was, stuff that was in World War One it was fascinating. It was fascinating. It was really, really well done. Of course, they had that great episode where Harrison Ford shows up. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was that's such a good episode. To, too. That to me, him as a teenager, and kind of what they already established in the third one, and in this idea that he, uh, you know, broke away from his father mm-hmm. and had all these crazy adventures, learning how to be a grave robber while also being an archaeologist. That's where the sweet spot, you can do those, but you have to find the right actor for it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't, you know, there's some, sometimes you just have to let go. And it's like these films are here. That's it. That's all we're doing. You know, I TV know they won't say, but they won't. Yeah, they know. won't. They, I know they won't make no, no, the
2: no. money.
0: Well, cuz here's the other thing. Lucasfilm doesn't really have that many IPs.
1: Lucasfilm itself doesn't, but it's not up to Lucasfilm, it's up to Disney. Mm-hmm. If Disney, Disney says we're making an Indiana Jones film, they're making an Indiana Jones film. Sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I don't know. I it just it'll be interesting to see where I hope these they put are.
0: Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. I hope when they get all the rights to all the, oh, I'm so pissed! That's not. On I Disney want that to be on there. Yeah.
1: I, I, especially because that DVD set is like three hundred dollars on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> it's like forget it. I forget um, where I just I watched it. I rewatched them all not like a, two years ago or something. Wasn't it on like Netflix or something? I think so. Or was it on the Paramount Channel or something like that it was for, on a something no, for a while. Something.
2: I remember you were watching it on TV, so it, it was on some station. No, wasn't no, no,
0: because I, I was I was also streaming it. Mm-hmm. I was trying to. I I don't remember.
1: It was was when Paramount Network first started. That was one of the things that was a big deal. It might. You know, I I think I could could be be wrong, wrong. but it might be Amazon. Maybe, maybe it was on Amazon. I I remember. I think I remember it being somewhere because I was like, I better watch that before they take it away, and I didn't. Uh, Shocker. We got
0: more of a look at Willow, and found out the date when Willow's coming out.
1: Willow has a date,
0: which is November. Yep. And we found out that Christian Slater is going to be in Willow. What they didn't tell you is he has the skateboard from cleaning the cube. And cleaning or the cube. <laughs> um, that's as far as I went with Willow because I didn't want to know what part he's playing because I've I'm tried, so afraid tried he's not playing. To watch
1: my, I, mm, I know what part he's playing, and it's not what you think it is, but it's tangential. That's what I was, okay.
0: Then it's pretty much exactly what I'm thinking. It is. It, it's his it's, son.
1: No, no. I think brother. Well, I don't know if they announced it. But they, he knows him. Okay. Best friend, something like that. Okay. It would be like if you did Indiana Jones four and it was the Ray character or whatever. Sure. It's like oh, I knew Indy. We we did a bunch of stuff in the war together. Right. Here right, we right, go. Right. So it's to keep that type of character alive. Oh yeah, without, yeah, definitely. Is mean, Val Kilmer, and I thought that was the right choice I, I totally i totally agree with so, that choice yeah I, I i i thought that was and i didn't watch that trailer i don't want to see any more of it i didn't watch anything that comes out this year interesting but, um i mean i might have but it was like not if i, if I had not cared about it before right then i did no I, i'm gonna watch willow anyway i don't need to see another trailer i'm gonna sure. watch Andor anyway i desperately do not want to see another trailer. well that's
0: coming up in the next week
1: yes i just like no <laughs> I, I, I don't need to see any more of this um
0: the one thing that they did show with the with Willow that I kind of wish... I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but I kind of wish I would have waited It's just that they had the brownies. The, you know, the little... The mm-hmm. the smaller, smaller characters. And some of them were, you know, legacy characters. I kind of... That, that's well, the only thing. Me. I didn't say it. Yeah, but see it. that's all I'm saying about Um So, for $40 you can
2: buy the entire Young Indiana Drones Chronicles on Amazon Prime.
1: Oh, is so that what it is? You can buy
2: it. You can buy you it, can it buy to it stream, streaming. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Wow, because when I...
0: Because I didn't,
1: didn't pay, pay for anything. Well,
2: yeah, maybe at that time it was part yeah, of that, Prime. But the yeah.
1: Because yeah. they you did can, a lot. They have a movie on there. Because oh, sure. that's what happened with all the... the When they had all the Mission Impossible movies, they were all free for a while, and then like mm. the earlier ones were all like you know five bucks to rent or whatever.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Other than that, it's not streaming anywhere, or yeah, included with any package, so Apple TV has it. Where you can that buy might be it. Worth it. I mean, if, an it if it sticks
1: in your Amazon account, I, would I mean, because yeah. God knows when the hell it's going to be on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. It's true. And know it's three hundred dollars um, to buy the set. You might yeah. as well.
0: So, continuing with Lucasfilm, they showed the Mandalorian three trailer from Celebration, which looks amazing.
1: Yeah, but as much as as much as people made it for it. In celebration, I was actually kind of like, well, that wasn't that was what I thought it would be. You know, it didn't, it didn't. It I'm like, glad oh, it finally
0: oh. put to rest the people going, Thrawn's going to show up in season three.
1: I don't think it puts it to rest. They're still going to say that. Here's the problem with I, I watched that trailer because, it, you know, I want to see what this is. And it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And it does what I thought they were going to do. Is like, it's like, it's Mandalore. You realize when you look at it, and you realize him with Ogrew and he's flying through space, and he's doing all the battling. What the hell was the second half of season two for? Nothing. Exactly. I haven't watched. I haven't rewatched season two. I've mm-hmm. watched season season one three times. The whole thing with Luke, I watched it, it the matter, first does know, week does not week, matter at all now. And I watched it. probably about a month later. I watched it in a row, and mm-hmm. I watched it a couple months ago. I just watched the whole season again. And and. The thing with season and I, you know, my thing with season two and I said it was like it's a lot of throwback stuff. It's member berries for Dave Filoni. It's sure. Filoni trying to finish some of these stories. And I this is totally Filoni trying to finish. Some I, I, I rewatched stories. the Tython episode because I wanted to see Boba Fett kick ass. Uh-huh. But it also does something that I thought Disney was going to avoid, but obviously didn't. Especially when you went to see Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness, which is. Everything they're doing assumes you've already consumed the rest of the entertainment. If you are a Mandalorian fan, you watched one and two, and you start watching three, how lost are you going to be? Some of that even goes back to Clone Wars and, yeah, and the Rebels. Especially, you have a through line of what happens with Grogu. Uh uh-huh. He is gone. Luke Skywalker has returned from hyperspace and taken him to be the Jedi. Yep. And he's sitting in the cockpit. Yep. Like what? It, it, again, well, did you, you even it, notice? Remember the whole
0: big deal about in the Boba Fett about putting the dome on the Astromech uh, socket, yeah. and then in this one he has an Astromech in it—a very specific
1: Astromech. Well, he has it when he came back in the first place in Book of Boba Fett. No, he uh, it has the, the dome. Line, but no, R two Pilots that back. Right? No, 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 no. I'm talking about on the N one. Yeah. That's how he gets back in Book of Boba Fett. It lands on Tatooine, it's R2's in the astromech slot. He's in the cockpit. He has to fly in there.
0: R2 flies back, flies Gogur back in the X-Wing. He does? Yes. You see yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, X-Wing yeah, you're right, land.
1: You're right, you're right, you're right. Um, but the thing, my, my big but thing But R5-D4
0: now becomes his astromech.
1: Uh, my big thing with seeing is, and I said this at the time to have a compl- a series that is supposed to be about Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And honestly, from what, when we get to the end of it, the only thing in that series that matters are the Mandalorian episodes. Correct. Like, because we get to the end and Boba Fett's like, eh, this isn't fun. Let's leave. Like, what, what am I watching this for? People saying that this is the, the return of Star Wars and I get the Star Wars feelings and, oh, this is this is the real Star Wars. And I'm like, where are the stakes for this? Right. I'm watching a show that's telling me this is going to be Boba Fett. And the only episodes I enjoyed had The Mandalorian in it. Well, that's what Tima said. Because Demonson. the Mandalorian story that I'm invested in progresses, not just with Grogu, but the idea that he's removed his helmet. He can't go back. He's not a Mandalorian anymore. He has the Darksaber. All of these things happen in an episode of book of Boba Fett. So when season three starts and I'm sure everyone's going to love it and everyone's going to jack off to it. And they're going to think it's the greatest thing in the world. The star Wars is back and it's erasing the, the sequels and Dave Filoni should kill Kathleen Kennedy and take <laughs> the iron throne or whatever. It, it still is like, this is not good storytelling. Mm-hmm. I said it for the, the second season too. I'm like, this isn't superior storytelling. It's, telling you almost everything is based off of something else well as soon as you have but you're doing Luke. everything if you're a Mandalorian fan and you didn't watch Clone Wars most of Mandalorian doesn't make any sense correct I mean it does they tell you enough for it you kind of take it as it is but are, are people that met Bo-Katan in, in episode 4 as invested in all of us that watched Clone Wars from start to finish no, no. Um, are we inv- how do you how what do you, about Ahsoka Ahsoka is the same thing if you At you least Ahsoka her. has her own show, and it seems obvious enough. Like if you're going to see Ahsoka, you probably know her from Clone Wars, not just two episodes of sure, you know, and an episode of Book of Boba Fett. but if you're a person that's only seen the live action stuff, yeah, and thought cartoons were for kids. You may be,
0: you may know who Ahsoka is. It's gonna be interesting to see, but you're not, you're you know,
1: well, that, yeah, that's that's the thing. If you don't know who Ahsoka is, her line to Luke. You remind me a lot of your father. Right, makes no sense whatsoever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and some of it is sometimes you have to make those connections because you get those sometimes in, in other stories where it's like, look, I don't have to give you, but a but they ton are of forcing you to consume Not the forcing other media. You. They're 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 saying in order to enjoy it to its fullest, you probably have to consume other media. The big thing for here, yes, is that season ender to season opener of two to three has major differences. That are not covered, like oh, this is this is just a couple weeks later.
0: Well, we know Gideon's coming back at some point during season three because Giancarlo was up there on the stage. Giancarlo, he's just up there because he likes it. Oh, it's celebration, I mean, you, yeah, no, he, he was. He
1: just loves being in front of those people mm-hmm. on, on that stage. Um, but it looks cool. I, I like going back to Mandalore. Um, I kind of am hoping. I, I said I think at the end I was I was looking forward to having a Grogu less season no winning, as soon as you have Luke taken away
0: in season 2
1: he should be gone for yeah, at least that's what I said and I said there's no way remember I said it here I said there's no way they're doing season 3 without him no of course and, not and watching Book of Boba Fett I love those episodes but I was also super disappointed because like well you just did what everyone expected you to do yep like give me something I wanted that thing of like he's got to go back to Mandalore he's got to figure out Jin, Din 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 Djarin yeah yes um, Mando is figuring out... I thought one of the, the things that they put through season two, which was really interesting, is his uh, struggle between the two sides of being a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. These two different pieces, as he's discovered in Bo-Katan, a whole group of people who once helped rule Mandalore, which is like, yeah, you can take your helmet off all the time. This is ridiculous. Right. And a cult that in, in the... The trailer she says a cult that helped destroy mandalore and his devotion to that because he's brought up in that that covert and you know like rewatching the series again i was like yeah they kind of intimate that all of his covert dies that they get slaughtered by the imperials when they show up and that the armor is the only one that survives and then they have heavy mando But all the other ones you see, kind of in the background, in those other pieces of episode episode one, season one, are gone. Mm -hmm. But this, uh, you know, the trailer shows a lot. Yeah, there's more. There's there's so many of them. There's uh, there's just so much more than we thought. Boba Fett was special. He's not. (laughs) There was dozens of Mandos that are out there. Yep. Um, It's like Jedi. Yeah. It's just like all of a sudden, it's like, oh yeah, there's 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 a whole bunch of them. The whole idea when when they told you for years, Luke was the last. Yeah. In the in the part of the reason that Boba Fett was so special is he had found this old Mandalorian armor. Yep. And he had, he had put it on and he was more mysterious and all this stuff. And obviously he was skilled with everything. He just like, you know, he just didn't know where the on switch for the rocket pack was. And Chewbacca right. found it and he slammed into the side of a sail barge. And then got eaten by a vagina. Um, it, it what just, what a way to go. Yeah. I know. Well, uh, and then when the special edition, the, the vagina
0: grew, the vagina ups. has a beak. Yeah. It has a beak. Uh, it's um, squigina.
1: <laughs> Copyright squigina right now. So
0: we, we mentioned Ahsoka. We got more information about Ahsoka, including that Ezra Bridger will be a part of the cast. That still has not been confirmed. It has been confirmed. <laughs> has it? Because everyone else said there wasn't. Edmund uh, Estafonda. Fondi Estavia, isn't yeah, it? Yes. Who plays the role of King Richard in the uh, inspection is going to be the Ezra Bridger character. Mm-hmm. From from the trailer I saw at Celebration, there's no way that they're not
1: continuing
0: at the very end of Rebels.
1: Yeah, no, I'm excited them to. At the point in which Ahsoka says, where is Thrawn? Right. I, I watched it with you, I think, here, yes. and I said, that's what the Ahsoka series is going to be about, because there is a cliffhanger at the end of Rebels. Yes. You have one of the three kind of main characters disappear. Mm-hmm. And they kind of have to, because like, well, why didn't he keep fighting in the Rebellion? Because he disappeared. Yeah. It's it's weird, because everyone said, you know, when we were talking about Rebels, and everyone's like, oh, they all have to die, because they're not in Episode 4. And I said, they don't have to die, they just have to disappear. Well, one of them does, and then the other... Yeah, I saw that picture. One of them does, and then the other one disappears. It's like, oh, we were both right. Yeah. <laughs> the internet was right. One of them had to die, and then the other one's like, no, he just doesn't disappear. Boom, there's the other one. He he goes with space whales. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... I mean- what else are you going to tell
0: with the Ahsoka? You know, it's going to have flashbacks, but we know Hayden Christensen's going to be in it.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: that looks becoming, they, he might have to be coming. They may
1: have the, dots on his face, just like uh, uh, Ewan McGregor did for. Well, they both one. had
0: the dots for. Uh, he said that, he he said that they and, showed you the, the in he the, didn't have as many he, was he like, didn't Hayden, have as many it's yeah, like Hayden didn't need that much, but I needed all these dots on my face. Uh, skeleton crew got an image released that. Um, Show Joo Law talking to the, um, you know, the gate droids like we saw in uh, Jabba the Hutt's palace. They said that uh, John Watts, who's the director who did Spider Man, didn't do Spider Man, but he directed Spider Man. He
1: did Spider
0: Man. Says it's going to have a very Stranger Things feel to to the series.
1: Um, the part of space they go to is called the Down Upside.
0: <laughs> we got the first trailer for Tales of the Jedi, which at Celebration! They showed you the first episode, which was with Ahsoka. Um, it showed you the full, the whole first episode. The whole, well, yeah, they showed whole one whole episode know. with Ahsoka. Um, we got to see Count Dooku in this trailer, you know, as a Jedi with a young. So, white chocolate
1: sent me after seeing Tales of the Jedi. I want a Count Dooku movie. And <laughs> right? I said, "Yeah, because it's." What they, I mean, all of these kind of fallen characters are all tragic characters. Sure. That Duko was trying to do the right thing, and even in, in the, the, the EU, the Django Fett comic book has, you know, Django is a part of this this Mandalorian group, and they mm-hmm. get duped into slaughtering these these people, and then the the Jedi show up and they just lay waste to him, right? Just slaughter the hell out of him, and Duko's like, "What are we doing? This is not us. This is this is wrong." And then you find out that it was all Duke because they had the, the general or whatever, the governor of that system had told the Jedi, like, no. Because the, the gov you know, was the governor had slaughtered everybody, and then the Mandos show up and right. like, oh, this is wrong. And at the same time, the governor's like, no, the Mandos came and they killed our villagers. Go stop them. Because he needs to kill all the, the Mandos, because they're coming to get him. Yeah. And Duke is like, no, this is this is not this isn't something. And, and seem, you know, and we've seen a lot with the new uh the new fiction, the new canon fiction of of a lot of people that are questioning mm-hmm. what what Uncle Uncle Georgie gave us. Like, eh, you
0: know. well, that was pretty much the premise of Last Jedi. Yeah. Um. So, Tales of the Jedi is coming October twenty sixth. It's going to be six episodes. Um. Basically, it. I'd love it because I had said a long time ago I wanted a Tales of the Col- Tales of a Holocron series, where they just, you know, an anthology, you just, you tell stories, you know, in, the, in each episode is an individual story about another Jedi or something, that takes place, so we're getting this, I never thought they would use Tales of the Jedi name, because that was the Dark Horse comics for the Jedi series that was, that predated the Exercon um, stuff.
1: It was four millennia before episode four. Right. was right. It was, so it was actually Kildoma. the first Old
0: Republic stuff.
1: It was yeah, pre, it predated even the Old Republic really. Yeah, in terms of where they set that, but yes, that was that was the second Dark Horse series. Yes, you know they did Dark Empire, then they did Tales of the Jedi, and it was to give those kind of old Jedi in there. Um, I yeah, have I that you. idea, and then again, they just—it's a way of that would be awesome. Except they just seem afraid to do something like that too. Mm-hmm. Because it's not easy, you know. Do it in animation, so you you know you're not building sets that you're striking every week. You know, what I said, I love a live action Star Trek series that follows a different ship each week or right. every two weeks. There's no way they're doing that because the set construction on that oh sure insane sure. I thought with a volume, so volume can get away with like, a yeah, lot of stuff. Like, that's a, that's a possibility.
0: They were sometimes they were standing there for that uh, the making of the Obi Wan thing. Yeah, and I thought they were just out on set yeah. or out on you know location. You might have seen them movie
1: and that thing it was so cool oh my god
0: when they were showing the footage of yeah, the star wars like,
1: movies i want to be there i want to watch i want to watch the the final battle and, and the volume um but do it as a cartoon and, and just give yeah give me some some cool jedi that i've never met before and like here's the story
0: yep so we know we're also getting bad batch season two well now they
1: gave the release date which will be january 4th 2023 which is like the third different release date they've done the entire, and it was just like, but you said September, but you said September 22nd, and you said September 22nd. You guys still believed that when they told you when Andor was coming out? Did you really think they were going to do Andor and Bad Batch Season 2 at the same time? And then they announced something
0: that they didn't even announce at Celebration, Celebration which is, is a children's star. Uh, uh, you, uh, Disney uh, was a Disney junior style star Wars
1: series. So woke. <laughs> now they're appealing to kids. Come on. <laughs> stupid. George Lucas didn't make star Wars for kids.
0: That one's going to be the young Jedi adventures. It's going to, you know, Yoda's going to be there with a bunch of Padawans
1: star or younglings. Uh, oh, who's the guy that does Yoda? What's his name? Frank Oz? No, no, no. Who does it for the cartoon? The guy who does the voice. Mm. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. I keep wanting to say Tom Taylor, but I don't, I don't think that's right. Anyway, at least he's still employed. Jamal
0: Avery Junior is going to be in it as a voice. I don't know who that is. Um, let's see, and um, that's the kind of series like
1: I kind of want. I was like, I would love for Emma
0: Berman. Emma Berman is going to be Kia Brightstar. And it's coming in. This one's going in. I love
1: the I love the children stuff because the names are so much easier. Oh my gosh! Nash Durango. <laughs> yeah, there you go. This is easy. This is this is great. So the kids can know the name, not like Kachuga de jedi. What the hell? Well, when they start putting apostrophes with everybody's yeah. names, yeah. You know. <laughs> I have to come up with nicknames for all the High Republic characters. Oh so my gosh! Out what they are. Geez. Except for Gio. that was the easiest one.
0: Yeah. Um. So then for, X- for X-Men, for Marvel, they announced
1: a they Pokemon. Not, they did not no, do X-Men.
0: They, they did not announce X-Men,
1: but oh they did God. announce. The internet was mad. They were just like, oh, they're going to do X-Men. I'm like they are, look at all this thing. There's no X-Men in the next eight years that they told you they were doing all these films. They did
0: announce a Pokemon Go style video game Pokemon. for Marvel. <laughs> Uh, they had they got the first announcement of the Marvels with they showed um, an image from that or some footage from that. Um,
2: oh, I feel so bad for Brie Larson. Oh. There's the I guess there yeah it sucks after, so much to be that hot. Well, no, there was some interview after D twenty three or during D twenty three, and it was on Variety. I saw, and the interviewer was asking her, "How long do you think you want to play yeah. Captain Marvel?" And she's like. I don't know, does anybody even want me to play it anymore? I and mean, just the look in her eyes and the tone of her voices, I'm so disappointed at uh, just fandom in general. Internet, yeah.
0: Well, uh-huh. it's just, if, you, if you're not, I mean, if you are a, if you speak your mind and you're a female or someone mm. of color, then you're going to just get ripped apart. But the flip exactly. side of that
1: is, did you see the interview with Miss um, Marvel? Your mom? Your mom? <laughs> Where she's like Oh, oh! I met I met Giancarlo well, as an like, Oh, I met this person. Yeah. And, oh my God! I wanted to meet this person. Was like she is amazing. I mean, she's just like she was such at, the
0: fan. She mm-hmm. went to Disneyland after the panel. Yeah, they and showed some of that. So. She stopped, took pictures with every single person yeah. that would take pictures with her.
1: Mm-hmm. No, she's a great ambassador for for that character. Yeah. In totally, Marvel as a whole. It does kind of like for every person that's just like I don't like Brie Larson because she said. She said, she said, people of color should be doing a nose. I hate her. Women and the flip side is all the people, be all be the people that me. absolutely love these other characters that are there. It's, it, and it's, it's from my thinking, like we were talking about before, that's one of those projects where I'm not excited is not is too strong a word, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Mm. I, I'm excited three. for Marvels, the Marvels. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they do with those three characters on the screen. Mm-hmm. Together and how they kind of play off of each other. Yeah, um, they people were
0: treated to the, at least the logo of of, of Echo and uh, Vincent D- D'Onofrio and and Charlie Cox
1: came on stage. Well, they 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 did the cast of Echo came out and Vincent D'Onofrio was in it. Yes. And then the rest of the cast of Echo left and Charlie Cox came out to say that they're for Daredevil born again. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how excited they were to play with And they said they didn't have any footage, but they showed anything. the, the, the footage coming up of Daredevil see, for She-Hulk. You, you forget the actress who plays Echo really does have a prosthetic leg. Oh, yeah. It really is death. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. it means so much to the other people that were in that cast. That was part of, they had like the best moments from panels. It was like an mm-hmm. official Marvel thing uh Marvel video that was on YouTube and I watched that and it was it was cool to see and as she said like this is my second role ever and I'm like in this huge role that I now have two shows for and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I thought it was really cool um, and yes and then they leave and Charlie Cox comes out with Vincent D'Onofrio and we get Daredevil born again and we show
0: they show the logo which also has the classic DD in it yeah. uh, they didn't have any footage but they showed they haven't even started on anything
2: no they it. had no. footage but no one uh, could see it because they were all blind <laughs>
0: No, Echo has footage, I
2: believe. No, I'm saying Daredevil because Daredevil. even Charlie Correct. Cox is like, I saw the paperwork, and I'm like, can we
1: can we start shooting this faster? Like, I want to I want to do this. <laughs> and then they said, No, Charlie, we can't because we have 175,000 projects in in, in, yeah. the, in the queue. Um, Whoever's the logistics director for Marvel films got to be like, What the hell? What is this is <laughs>
0: insane. Captain America: New World Order. The state the the cast came out and. There was a very surprising cast member. Blake T. Nelson was there. Marvel fans haven't seen Blake T. Nelson since The Incredible Hulk, and he had a very small role in that.
1: And to bring very, him back, a very surprising actor came out, Chris Evans. <laughs> to bring him back, he's playing Sam Wilson. He's the reverse woke. He's the Falcon now. <laughs> we've just no, we've decided to make Sam Wilson white for no reason. But see here, but here's the thing.
0: Putting him in the movie as the leader says that tells you a lot more about how we were talking about before. Marvel has the rights back for the, the Incredible Hulk and everything. They don't have the rights yet for the distribution until next summer. I believe it is the 2023 summer. Yeah. Um. To to bring this character back now shows you that okay you're going to be able to watch the incredible hulk on disney plus within the next years by the time this movie comes out
1: maybe i would say i think it just says we, we needed a, somebody we wanted to use and that's mm. the person they use. i think i thought it was an interesting choice because it's not a captain america villain that was the other that thing was i was just getting for me. this is the type of thing that i said i saw that and that that actually excited me and made me more exciting for the film because i've said for a while now i'd like to see them switch it up and stop staying stop staying In the boxes of the comics, because everyone that says, "Well, they should just stick to the comics," that's why they're terrible. They stick to the comics. I said, "I've said some of these movies aren't very good because they stick too much to the comics. Give us something different. Give us something." Having the leader be and the title of the film, "The New World Order," like, okay, now I'm I'm interested to see what this is. Knowing what happened in Falcon and Winter Soldier, I thought we would see Sharon, and we didn't. I thought that was interesting that she's not a part of. Well. Doesn't mean she's not a part of it, but she wasn't announced as being a part of the film. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was excited to see that the leader was the person that was going to be the villain in the film. Mm-hmm. I think that, that's, that's something that that went from, I'm very interested in this, to, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see this. And I love uh, Anthony Mackey. That's name right! Yes! But Carl Lumley came up on stage,
0: who played uh, Isaiah Bradley who was the original Captain was, America. I was really happy to see him He again came too. up on
1: stage, so that tells you that, you know, they're going to go with that. They said Isaiah Bradley's in it, and he, he said something, very, you know, he was talking about, you know, you never know what you're going to be a part of when you do this, and you, even with Marvel, I don't know, and to come back here means a lot to me to be able mm-hmm. to play this character again, to to see a black man who was Captain America on the screen, Yeah, you know, again. And, and he has such a great presence. Like, that's... I love it. I love it a lot.
0: Elijah. Bra- uh, oh, shit. Elijah Richardson, who played Eli Bradley, yeah. is coming back as well. Both of them came up on stage. So it looks like we are going
1: to at some point maybe see the Patriot in there as well. The type of it. Yeah. And then we have the fa- the new Falcon. We have the new Falcon coming. So basically everybody from Falcon of the Winter Soldier is in that, mm-hmm. except for somebody who's not in it because he's in something else. I um, don't know. That, that. Th- I, I wonder if this, Steve really Rogers see, will make an appearance. I'm wondering if Steve Rogers finds Isaiah Bradley. Because I said that, that would have been interesting in the show. Yeah. If Steve Rogers comes to Isaiah Bradley's door. But you say that in the movie. Well, yeah. that's what I mean. Now that we know it's in there. Yeah. That's what... It's just what I'm, I'm saying. That like That's what I wanted. Yeah. To have Steve come to him and say, I didn't know this happened. Well, it's
2: also nice to have some sort of closure to find out exactly what happened to Steve, you know, after end game. He's just an old man. I know. Well, when, when
0: Kevin Feige mentioned, you know, the Avengers disassembled, he pretty much stated Captain America or Steve Rogers is still alive. He's just retired. Mm. And then, you know, in, in, uh, in the fifties. No, in, in (laughs) Hawkeye, we found out that he could be on the moon, Mm. you know, no, I know exactly. It's. Uh,
2: I think it's just nice to for the fans to see, you know, whether it's him just sitting on the porch of his front our ho- front porch of yeah. his house. Well, it's it's
1: the, the feeling doing he, behind well, the you, scenes you, you, get, you know, because of what happened in what is it? Civil War mm-hmm. when Peggy dies. Yes. Um, the if he resets the timeline correctly. Peggy still dies in that same spot. So mm-hmm. he is alone when he's there. He just has the wedding ring on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a lot of, you know, him saying like, you want to tell me about her? And he says, no, I don't think I will because she's gone. Mm-hmm. It's too painful for him. It again. actually
0: wasn't Peggy. You know, they just, he went back and had to dance he, with he her. He, he married, a, yeah, a, yeah. Then he, he married Mary. Plowed through half right? the <laughs> USO her girls. Her neighbor, her
1: neighbor. <laughs>
2: well, like, well, according so, to She-Hulk, he plowed through half the USO girls, right? Well, when uh, they
1: said that... Um, Charlie Cox is, is in She Hulk or something like that, and someone was like, "Oh, I hope he doesn't like have a romantic relationship with her, or they're not flirting. I don't want to see that. That's not true to the comic book." And I was like, "Are you kidding? Matt Murdock has plowed through <laughs> yeah, nine Christ. tenths of the Avengers, like he's banged all of them. Mm. You know, they all feel sorry for him because oh, he's blind, but then he just boom puts it to him like every single time. And I'm not being mean. I'm like, that's true. Like he's dated Natasha. He's dated well, Natasha. Jessica. Dated everybody. He's dated." Uh Janet I think it went one point he's just like all of them. So then Kevin Feige brings out the cast of The Thunderbolts. I which... just from watching part of these little things. Kevin Feige needs to hire a host. <laughs> I love Kevin. Kevin's great. Not right, a good It's, host. it's not well, neither is budget.
0: Kathleen, but she usually has somebody else hosting.
1: That's what I mean. They don't Kathleen have it in the budget. doesn't have another. Oh, they've got it in the budget. Like, hire somebody. I mean, get Anthony Mackie to host the whole panel. And he's like, here's all my friends. And all of his people come out. I'm like, yeah, what's up, what's up? Get someone with, yeah, oh, no, I just.
0: Okay, so what do we think of the cast of the Thunderbolts? was
1: pretty much exactly what we thought it was going to be. With the exception of Red Guardian. Yeah, Red Guardian. I didn't think Red Guardian would be in it because Yelena was in it. I didn't think so either. Um, well, I also didn't think about Bucky being in it. I thought Bucky. Oh, I totally knew
0: Bucky was going to be in it.
1: I didn't know. I, I thought Bucky could be in it. Mm. I kept I to myself, like, either Bucky is in it on the team, or he's in it as the antagonist trying to take the team apart. Mm. To be like, this. no, you can't do this. Because his relationship with John Walker is so bad. Yes. Mm. So that's why I was like, okay, we'll see this. But fight. you have I can see three there. characters from the Black Widow movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I think I forgot Ghost was still alive mm-hmm. because
1: she was kind of phasing in one of and out. The, that was one of the first things that, they, that they I, said, I knew yeah. that
0: day, they because they were like, well, okay, which <laughs> villains do we still have alive? Taskmaster, you know, everybody knew. Um, Ghost, you know, and then you obviously knew that
1: Elena was going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then John Walker. Yeah, I think fi- everyone except the Red Guardian, I thought is very likely to be in it. We knew Songbird wasn't going to be in it. No. They they weren't going to introduce anybody new. Right. Really. Right.
0: Now in the film. I was going to say, now with the the film,
1: you could. The team that you're going to open up with, these are the people that Valentina recruited, are going to be all people that you know. Correct. So, it'll be, it's it's a, Thunderbolts has been done with that type of concept. In terms of the comics, it's not the original concept. Um, I was disappointed not to see Baron Zemo. Especially since Baron Zemo, I was someone I thought that, Zemo was gonna I do. thought Zemo was in it because he starts the Thunderbolts in the comics, mm. and they're portrayed as real heroes. It's right after Heroes Reborn, where the Avengers and uh, most of the yeah most of the Avengers just disappear, so they come in as this new group, and it's all villains that are masquerading as heroes so that everybody loves them, and then they'll be like oh we take over the world or whatever. And Citizen V, which was a, a hero in early comic books. Mm -hmm. is play is actually Baron Zemo Moonstone is playing songbird not songbird what is she I can't power woman or something some of the other ones and there's just all these different villains that like real bad villains that are doing it and it did turn into the Thunderbolts became a government-sponsored almost a suicide squad team or government-sponsored team of anti-heroes that could do some of the bad things and then they become all the evil guys the Thunderbolts become what the new Avengers was kind of that same idea when um, Norman puts it together and, you know, their Spider-Man is Venom. The Dark still, Avengers. Yeah, Dark Avengers. And I just, still love And the new Avengers are watching TV and Clint's like, who is Bullseye? me? Who is... Is that Bullseye? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Bleeping Bullseye is me? This sucks.
0: Um, it's very possible that Zemo and Sharon could be the antagonist in this. It's possible. Because when I... As soon as I saw, saw that Zemo wasn't in, I thought either they're They're going to have another show with Sharon and Zemo in it to tell that story. Or you have them in this.
2: Yeah, he can be the one that she calls at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier. Tag.
0: Uh, They showed footage of um, Loki season two. Mm -hmm. That's Uh, something I'm excited about. Oh, my gosh. Uh, They made an announcement of somebody that was going to be in it that uh, I was very surprised. But um they said that Jonathan Majors is his king is going to feature heavily in this series or in season oh, two. Yeah, he's he's the biggest part of it. Mm. Um well they yeah, they gave the the a first look at it and, and it'll yeah, be yeah. interesting to see what they do with it, where they go. Wow. 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 Because we do know that Owen Wilson's gonna be back. Well yeah, you he has to
1: and miss minutes will be he back comes, he comes back i mean that's a, you almost forget that when he comes back to the time authority or whatever it's completely different yeah, yeah. so it'll be it, it's it's interesting to see how they play around with all those types of things obviously kang is going to be a big villain because he's in whatever avengers ant-man and the wasp Clonomania,
0: which they did show footage from for that um, but yeah jonathan majors jonathan majors came out for that as well i thought it was lee majors no that would be interesting as a Sixth, character the, choice. The
1: quadrimillion dollar man.
0: <laughs> um, who owns it right? the right? CBS has got it own the rights to that. I have no idea. Nobody gives a damn Due to either. the inflation,
1: he's the billion dollar man now. He's like the quadribillion dollar new. So, <laughs> the trillion dollar man. It, uh, Rudd talking about the film is very interesting because he's like, yeah, it's a fun film. And then, oh my God, it just like yeah. turns on a dime. Oh, yeah. Sort of thing. And that, that had me more interested in it. Um, because again, I, I love Paul Rod as Ant Man, and I, I've liked those films. None of them have like super resonated with me. So, but I'm looking forward to this one.
0: Th- this article says the long rumored MCU Halloween special.
1: I don't, I don't ever, right, I I've heard never
0: heard any rumors. When about. I
1: saw that for all the stuff that you were sending, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Black Panther two, yeah, yeah. Werewolf by Werewolf night. by Night, and I was like, did I miss something? Like, is this a series? What the hell is this? That was the thing. I would. That was the most intriguing because I'm like, I have no idea what this is. This is actually a Did secret. it not look like that was Kristen Ritter at first? A little bit. Mm-hmm. It's Anadarmus, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Anything that gets me more Anadarmus, I'm in. She's wonderful. Um, I, I found out that Werewolf by Night has been in comic books.
2: Yes, too. it has. Yeah, so,
1: why, Werewolf by Night actually. See, this is the thing that I was wondering about this special. Werewolf by Night features the first appearance of Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. Right. It's later in the series, but that's actually where Moon Knight makes his debut. Um, Which is now going on eBay for $1,600. That's how I know it was a comic book. (laughs) So it's been, when they announced Moon Knight, all these idiots were just like everybody. That became like two weeks in all the spec groups that I'm a part of. That was the only post, did you get your Werewolf by Night yet? Did you guys pick them up? I picked up a really good one. Look at me. I've got like 30 of them behind me and I get them all CGC'd right now. And by the time the show comes out, I'm going to sell them all for $10 million. And the show came out and just what always happens is they don't realize that anyone who watches the show doesn't give a shit about fucking comic books. And then it just all falls. It's still, a great, it's still a great comic book to have because First Moon Knight's always going to be important. But it's still like, it's a totally different change. I don't want to get off on it. But my, my wonder is if we get a cameo by Oscar Isaacs. I almost <laughs> did you. Isaacs the Rocks Curse. I think we might. And I think we do just as a, as a kind of an homage to the, the, the fact that they're using the title from a comic book. that we're not, So we're,
0: this makes me wonder if this is becoming an annual thing because we know that Agatha comes out next fall.
1: Well, we also get a, a holiday special, don't we? Don't we get a Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas yes. special? That's where I was like, okay, now I can see them. Yeah, definitely, to be able to do an hour or ninety minutes of something that has that kind of quality and ties in. Uh-huh. You know, they're going to have like the the Groot Easter special where he comes back to life or whatever. Um,
2: um,
1: after three days. <sighs> after three days. Yeah, he he the, just, the tree starts. You just to see go the off. the rock move with a bunch of like you know branches around it or whatever. Did he move the rock himself? Yes, he did. Um, but no, that wasn't it. Was and there's kind of like. Some characters that I'm like, I don't even know who that is. And then you get a glimpse of Man-Thing. Yep. And I'm like, cool. That to
0: me was the coolest thing.
1: I was like, all right, we'll see what they do with Man-Thing.
0: Uh, then we got our first look at Ironheart. So woke. So woke. Um, Which we know that Riri's going to show up in...
1: Riri's in Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. And Ironheart features James Brody. Yes, it does. Yeah. So Don Cheadle's back. Again, I can watch Don Cheadle read the photo book. I don't care. There's some things I was saying, the villain is gonna be the hood. Yes. Yes, they've already confirmed that the villain is the hood. Um which will be very interesting because the hood gains his powers from Asgard. Mm-hmm. He has like a magic stone that gives him his powers. Which are very ill-defined. <laughs> Speaking of Don Cheadle,
0: they did finally announce Armor Wars is coming. Mm-hmm. So that's going to fill in one of those gaps, and then we got a trailer for Secret
1: Invasion. That got me excited. That looks like the type of Marvel story I really like, which is the more down, dirty, you know, espionage, get po- more Sam po- Jackson
2: Fear, thriller type.
1: Yeah, there is and a very get, poignant. <laughs> we get Olivia. In that. We get Olivia Coleman. gosh. Yeah, like Olivia Coleman's doing a, a Marvel character. That's insane. Um, I'm, I was wondering if she was Quake. You're going to be Quake. We've already seen Quake.
0: Yes, I know. And they've talked about bringing her back as Quake. Um, in it, Maria Hill says, I've been trying to get in touch with you for years, and now you come back to Earth? Yes. So that means that the Samuel L. Jackson, that means the Nick Fury that's been on Earth through Endgame was not Nick Fury. We know that. We know that from Spider
1: Man. Yeah. Well, we weren't for sure if, if if he had left before or after. the 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 implication that I had is that he left right after. Um. Like he left fairly early to try to figure out what was going on, because he gets dusted. It almost seems so he like... he comes back in Endgame and leaves to go to sort. So what everything that Nick Fury's been like I think Secret Invasion is set well after Endgame. Cuz remember he gets dusted. It'll be interesting to
0: see where that does show up in it.
1: They can't not have him be at Tony's funeral. That's that's what if I'm the wondering. Scroll is is the scroll is the funeral? I think when Tony dies he realizes it's, I it's harder something. on Nick than he realizes. I need no, I need to do something different because Shield is gone and the Avengers are gone. Yeah, because you've got mm-hmm. we don't by the time he gets to Tony's funeral. He and and maybe we see it like watching the end of Endgame again a little while ago. It's obvious before Steve leaves, he tells Bucky, I'm not coming back. Because when when Bucky was just like, yeah, do it. And when he's not, he's, he's completely nonplussed when, you know, the Hulk can't get him back. Mm-hmm. He told Bucky, I'm not coming back. I'm going to go back. I'm going to put the stone back and I'm going to go find Peggy and I'm going to live my life. I wonder if he tells Nick the same thing. The idea of like, I'm not going to come back and help you control this world. I am going to not be a superhero anymore. Mm -hmm. And Nick says, I got to do something different. And he contacts the Skrulls and they start sword. The idea that the, they've got an interesting, uh, it was on the thing from uh, Ryan it showed the picture of, you know, there's the mock-up of Wong and it shows all of his appearances. And Ryan was sort of like, it's obvious that Wong is kind of like the new Coulson. And I don't know. I'm kind of scared by that. Mm-hmm. I love it, but I scared by that. And I was like, it makes sense that at least for earth, Kamatosh and the mystic order become Earth's protectors. They're the new Avengers. Right. So to have Wong be like, I'll take Shang-Chi. I'll take black widow. I'll take the whatever white widow, whatever, and try to put these people together. Makes sense, but not knowing, it, you know, Sword is a is not necessarily a well known entity. Thing. Yeah, I mean, one division. Does he work for Sword? No, he just works for who is the, the 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 director that Monica goes back to? Sword. It is Sword. Yeah, yeah. So it is long. Like Monica shield. works for Sword. Yeah, sword. I have a feeling that because of Secret Invasion, Nick is like, I'm not going to let the same thing happen that happened with Shield. I'm not letting Hydra or whatever, I'm not going to be a part of Sword. See, I think it's damage control take, that's the scrolls. I think that he gets Sword to be like, oh, we're going to have this whole new thing and I'm going to remove myself from it. It's so the whole idea of Secret Invasion in the originals when he comes back with all those heroes. The, the, that's one of the best of When he goes and finds all these superpowered people mm-hmm. before they really show up, right. and he squirrels them away. So that as soon as Secret Invasion happens and they're like, we don't know who's the scroll and who's not, Nick's like, I know who isn't. These six people I've never let out of my sight. Right. And nobody knows that they exist. There is no reason to infiltrate Quake and uh, like four other heroes or whatever. I think one of them is Ares' son. Um, yes. And it's like, here we go. And they just go like lay waste to the scrolls. So well, I, there's a the lot of them feeling, that they think were dead too. And they came back. Yeah, so the, the, the well, that was Mockingbird. Yes. When Mockingbird comes back and was like, well, I know that's not, I know that that's a scroll. Yeah. Um. In Secret Invasion, in the comic book, it's it's uh, heavily intimated that uh, Nick knows what's going on. Oh, sure. He just can't do anything about yeah. it because no one's going to believe him. You know, he has this stuff with uh, Contessa or whatever, mm-hmm. and the thing, and it's just like, yeah, I got to go away. I I can't do anything. I've got to scroll this stuff. Well, away. I'm just
0: wondering if this is going to be more damage control. Is controlled by the scrolls. And
1: sword—it's going to be damage control and sword instead of the heroes. My feeling for this is that the scrolls are two different factions, so we get. The oh, Skrulls I definitely in the back see that again, or at least there's at least the way that the Ben Mendelsohn's—and that's the other thing—we get Ben Mendelsohn back. Like, yes. yes, I'll take anything that Ben Mendelsohn said. Um, Mendelsohn is definitely not with the scrolls, with the the invading scrolls. That's that's, but the way the way he's talking definitely feels like yeah, you knew this was coming, and that's the, the for here it feels like we know an invasion is coming and we right. know it's already started. But what do I do to stop it, and who can I trust? And, and we also know trust. Don Cheadle's in it. Don Cheadle's in that. Is he, Don Cheadle's going to be in everything. Which, it's funny, is because he said that he is no longer
0: under a Marvel contract.
1: Yeah, he's probably doing one by one.
0: Yeah, that's what I think Cheadle, so. Cheadle,
1: I mean, especially from Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Cheadle is now, like, the military liaison to these types of affairs. It almost looks like he's a senator in this one. Yeah, or, or he's, a, he's a part of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Yeah. You know, whatever. He's, he's obviously, we know from... Endgame, that he's one of the council that helps like Correct. protect Earth and the galaxy and Poppy, um, and and all of that. So he'll definitely be. This is the type of thing where Nick is definitely going to know Don Cheadle's. He's going to know James Rhodey and and use him or try to find out if he's the Skrull or whatever.
0: Um, and then they give us a look at you know more of a look at Black uh, Black Widow at
1: um, at Wakanda Forever. So here's the weird thing: I watched that introduction and everything. So many people have told me that Winston Duke's not in the film. And I'm like, uh, yeah, he is. He's right there. Yeah. And so many people are like, oh, no, Winston Duke's not in it. He's not listed in it at all. And I'm like, Winston Duke is in that film. There's no way he's not doing mm-hmm. that film. Yeah. Uh, no, but it gave, it gave
0: more, uh, a little bit more with Namor and everything. And he did and Namor does say his name in it. So
1: <laughs> there is confirmation. This is definitely Namor. Yeah, it just, it's just, it sounds like he has a different... Excuse me, origin of then our comic book name more. Mm hmm. Back to the Secret invasion that we did see Amelia Clark
0: in it. We don't still don't know what her character is going to be, but
1: hot. I don't know.
0: <laughs> she's just going to reprise her role of Daenerys. No, she's got black hair in it, so oh,
1: Daenerys She's going to be Kira. With a wig.
0: <laughs> um. But, yeah, no, uh, so Marvel did fill in some of their gaps. They gave us a little bit more, you know, what's going on. Um, no mention of X-Men at all. I'm not going to do X-Men until after those Avengers films. <laughs> I saw the greatest meme. <laughs> I thought it was funny.
2: Is They said the way that they should introduce the X-Men is having de- uh, Deadpool sitting with a laptop and move... X Men from a folder that says 20th Century Fox <laughs> to Marvel,
1: and then they just show up in movies like no origin no, story, no, no nothing. It just shows that's well, like, funny. The no that or- would be pretty cool. The no origin <laughs> story is funny because the X Men exist because Stanley couldn't figure out how to write an origin yeah. for these characters. He's like, oh, they were just born
0: with it. I still think that Secret, uh, Secret War is going to be your introduction. Mm. And mm. then after that, your next Marvel's film, your, your Avengers film, after that one and phase will be 10. AVX. The, it'll be uh, Phase Ten: The Simpsons versus X. <laughs> X- Simpsons X- season twenty or thirty-three is coming out on 30. on uh, on uh, Disney Plus in the next few weeks, and no, season no, thirty-four.
1: I'll, I only only have twenty-four seasons to catch up. On. <laughs>
0: No Iron Moe,
2: no Nedpool.
0: I love Nedpool. I thought that was such a great idea.
1: So on Sunday, we got How Disney Parks. Uh, we're at an hour and a half. All soon. right, we'll do this real quick. That's it? Yeah. I thought we were well on Sunday, we too. got
0: Disney Parks panel. We know there's going to be two <gasps> expansions to Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a, 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 a Doctor Strange multiverse ride or attraction or some kind of interaction. And we're getting a... A uh, a Thanos King Thanos ride or attraction that's going to be through the multiverse.
1: I thought the King Thanos is a character because they were showing that exoskeleton that they're going to use for both him and Hulk. As a, they as did a, show the Hulk uh, too, uh, uh, meet and greet. Mm. I thought
0: the King Thanos thing was going to be a. You might thing. be right.
1: I thought I thought it was both
0: because they mentioned that there was going to be there was going to be a fourth ride slash attraction. Yeah, you know.
1: it, it probably is. But it, the the uh, the the thing for me that was exciting was to have this giant exoskeleton yeah. that they're using as a character, you know, as as a as a walkable character. Um, Did you see the Incredible Hulk one? Yeah, my so friend, he comes my, out in
0: the in the in the, uh, yeah, and he's in the, the time, time suit, travel, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: the time suit. So they can cover most of it, in but even green. with a helmet on, <laughs> yeah. Because um, uh, my friend Derek, he he took a lot of pictures with what they had there. It's like yeah. it's not ready, but it's. It's almost ready where we yeah. hope to have it within a year and have this kind of thing. And, and you're like, this has a lot of applications to Star Wars land, too. I mean, could you oh, imagine yeah. having like a, a Pongrel type character, mm-hmm. you know, Dexter as a meet and greet? Dude, Dexter's, uh, uh, can or his his diner. diner? You can't. That's the I hate where they said it and when they said it. And Which, then they're breaking the setting. They're breaking the setting because and I was like, and I asked immediately. immediately. The I Mandalorian like, Goguru are now going to be a meet and, and be, greet. It's going to be a meet and greet. And I said, I said facetiously in a thing, I said, so the canon now is that Mandalorian survives to the point between eight and nine and Grogu doesn't age a day. Right, Like that's another like 20 years bef- between these two. Like what the hell? Well, okay. Think about it. In, in episode eight, Luke is supposed to
0: be 53. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's
1: the fact that, uh, we're Man- 19 in episode four where Mandalorian is. I don't think Ben's been born yet and he's 19. No. Yeah, it's at least 20 years between yes. The Mandalorian and the, the Force Awakens. And Din's and already 40-something. Like yeah, and I'm like, so Din survives, or at least the armor survives, uh, and Grogu doesn't age today. <laughs> and this is where I said, like, setting it in a specific time, I thought I thought that the kind of rumored idea from the start that it was supposed to be like a galactic museum right. on the edge of the universe makes sense because then you're meet and greets, are a meet-and-greet for get, get Denzians of the Galaxy sure. to go see the heroes of old. Like, uh, thus going to s- shake hands with an, uh, an Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln impersonator, or mm. someone Elvis playing, yeah, yeah, or Elvis or whatever. Like, here they are. Here's Chewbacca. Which also sort of makes Doc Ondar's shop work yeah. even better. It's just that it's, it's, they tried so hard to put these things in there. And, and look, I, I actually welcome the fact of doing that because... It opens you up to a lot more characters to be able to do the meet and greet and not have to do all of them over by Star Tours. Yes. You can put Darth Vader in there and it's just like, don't don't put yourself in this box so hard that you're you're eliminating the experience to have meet and greets with, you know, C-3PO and R2-D2 at the same time. And mm-hmm. all that stuff, you know, just to do something different. That's there. Boy, people are
0: so upset that the people mover did not get mentioned as coming back. It's not. It, no. It,
1: it can't. I know it cannot work that the entire track system will not pass earthquake safety. They have to tear the whole thing down and mm-hmm. rebuild it. Not, and to mention, sorry, not to mention, not to mention the line for the last, last time that they had people, the people over the people mover is not an attraction that is worth tearing down. No, most of tomorrow land, and stopping. There's only one way that people move ever comes back. If they decide to completely redo Tomorrowland.
0: There's a rumor that they're talking about doing that.
1: There's been a rumor that they're talking about doing that for five years. Oh, sure. When I, when I first joined the the, the annual passholder group that I basically got kicked out of, um, which is just people who just complain about everything, the rumors were already there. Like, no, no, it's next year. They're going to cut it down. They're, they're going to tear it down. They're going to start over. I've asked people that I know work. I, I'm sorry. I asked people that I know who know people who work in Disney construction. Mm-hmm. There are no plans to do this. I'm sure it's been bandied about. There is nothing on the schedule. Now you even explore the option of what it would mean because you're gonna shut down Star Tours and and Space Mountain Yep. for six months. Yep. A year. The Not biggest a expansion
0: happening right now in any of the California parks is going to be San Francisco, which is going to be take over the wharf in
1: DCA. Yeah, that's the left hand side, right? Where all the food is? Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. That'd be interesting to see. I'd so go that's going to DC all become. So when you done. you know the bridge that you walk over, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. going to be the San Francisco Bridge. Um, as long as they keep all those different food places, because that's the best place to kill. Like, yeah. If you got a bunch of people that you're like, I don't want that I don't. Know, they're just going to go there and just find some find whatever you want. They had the the miniature mock up for uh,
0: the new Toontown that's getting ready to open, as well as what Tiana's uh, adventure is going to be. They really need to finish that. I feel like we've been talking about that for like three years. <laughs> it
1: feels like it. Probably, Probably have. No, they they even announced they started before,
2: on it yet. before the pandemic. They, I don't think. They, I think
1: they announced during the pandemic. They announced it during the pandemic it's been more than two years. I didn't think we were going to get to ride it. Matter of <laughs> fact, the last time we went,
0: well, last time we went was the last time it was going to be open before they shut it down to you know to do the remodel. But a year before that, when they first reopened the park, we were like.
1: Hey, we need to ride this because it's going to be gone mm-hmm. and then it's taken like a year. We need to ride this because we want to, we want to really take in the racism. We want to take in all the stereotypes. We want to take in all the stuff. I'll tell you what the expansion at Tokyo Sea, the Disney
0: Sea Park in Tokyo, where they're doing the fantasy springs is amazing. They're putting Aaron, they have this whole thing where they have. Tokyo C is the
1: one I want to go to more than anything else. I want to see, uh,
0: especially now. Cause uh, because Arabella is excited because they that. have a they have a, uh, a a Rapunzel ride opening. They've got a brand new, they, they'll have two Peter Pan experiences. They'll have the one that's the traditional one. And then they have this brand new one. Uh, which then they, they also have a Tinkerbell that's a separate ride. I feel like
1: Tokyo Sea exists because Tokyo Disneyland is just a carbon copy of. It it is. That's exactly what they did. And I was like, oh, let's let's just do something that nobody else has at all. And then everyone will come here and they'll be like, this is way too expensive. They also
0: announced the next big expansion for Paris, which is going to be Arendelle, which will have a tangled, uh, before you get to the Arendelle part, there'll be a tangled part because the two, you know, Corona Mm. and Arendelle are, are basically sister countries or whatever. Yeah. Uh, because you know, in the there's that little image of Ariel and or excuse me of uh, of Rapunzel. Rapunzel and Flynn showing up at the coronation. Yeah. Uh so those are the big expansions. They didn't really say anything about. You remember they mentioned a few year or a year ago or so that they're going to take over the parking lots over at Downtown Disney and over at um, uh, Paradise Pier. <laughs> they were going. They were going to take those over for DCA and and. Mm. Which everybody speculation in that they may put Arundale on the Disney side or the uh, the the Disneyland side, and then hopefully they'll put Tron on the DCA side.
1: You're never gonna get Tron.
0: The the Tron's not as big as you is is, is, when the one at Disney World does not look as big. If
1: you get Tron, it'll be severely different. Oh sure. The whole point of the one in Disney World is that it goes through all of Tomorrowland. Um, And from what I saw, it didn't really look. It's ginormous. It really is. You, you, it's, it's so hard to judge how big something is when you just see parts of it every single sure. time. When you see it from overhead, it is ginormous. Mm. I mean, it's the biggest track that they have. Um, the problem is, is they want to keep overtaking parking lots. California state tells you you have to have a certain number of parking lots for what you, for parking spaces for what you're doing.
0: Well, that's why they built the extra uh, structures.
1: Yeah, but they, they have more parking spots those, now than they than they are required. Those are not specific to downtown Disney. That's the difference is the state can tell you those are not, those are park parking spots, even though they drop you off at downtown Disney to force people to park there and pay for parking. Cause that's the other thing is for a lot of these places that are public space that you don't have to pay to get into, but you don't have to pay to get into Disney D- downtown Disney. You have to have public spaces. If you're a new project, if you're, if you're grandfathered in, which is why the Valley exists, you don't, but when a new space, because I remember we had that problem when we opened Coles in, in Newberry park, because they were like four spaces short and they were going to shut down the entire project. Cause like you have to come up with four more spaces. So they had to do all the way to the, to the street or whatever. Oh, we forgot about the Santa clauses. No, we didn't. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. The Santa clauses is going to be Tim Allen's last. He's retiring. Tim Allen retired a long time ago. It's just nobody tells <laughs> them.
0: <laughs> um, uh, well, let's see, I was trying to see if there's anything else real quick. Um, I don't think so. It was something with Tron, wasn't there? There's
2: Tron a movie. is having, yeah.
0: having his 40th anniversary.
1: And I think there's a video game. It's they, a video game. Okay. They, also, uh, they so also was did, disappointing because uh, I did it Shanghai's getting this was Utopia
0: attraction. Through. That's one of the other things. And they also announced a new Disney cruise line, which is going to be called The Treasure. Yeah, I saw that. And they're getting another island. And you would need go to, to find buried treasure to afford to go on it.
1: Uh, they're actually not as expensive as you would think. They're still very expensive. And they're still expensive. Um, right? No, and that's that my friend Shelly is in Australia. Is like, oh, my God, it's actually in Australia. Yeah. Hmm. It's like it starts there or something like that, or it can start there. So she was really excited. Like, oh, I guess we know what we're doing. She just did a Disney cruise, too. Australians can vacation like nobody else. I swear they just get money from the government to go on vacation. It's amazing. All the Australians Most I other know, countries. They but, I mean, did. this is... Yeah, PTO is a great Doug is, thing. <laughs> yeah, Doug's coming to, he's in Chicago, I think, first. And then he's coming here at the end of November for two days. Hopefully he can meet with other Doug mm. and me because he's bringing Tim Tams. And I want, there's that butterscotch one. I was like, you got to get those. Mm, those are amazing.
0: So Epcot's getting more. It's getting a new Night Diamond spectacular. Um, they're they're doing some more. There's doing a Moana.
1: Epcot uh, is, is expanding. They're going to build a whole new dome around it, and then they're going to take apart the other dome. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh,
0: so there's you know there's a lot going on. The Pixar Place Hotel has been. They're starting to do the work on it, which is replacing the uh, Paradise Pier Hotel. So, yeah, there is a yeah. lot coming from Disney. And, you know, and for the parks, for the movies, for the TV. It's amazing to think that by the time it's done, we'll all be dead. <laughs> As Walt said, it'll never be finished.
1: It won't. It'll never be finished. It'll never stop making money. So. That's, that's what he really meant. Walt's spinning his grave. Yes, but he's spinning in millions and millions and millions of dollars. D3, D23 Expo. It's,
0: it's a very fun expo because it's very laid back.
1: Yeah, because it's done as an expo,
0: so it's not done as a con. Yes, that I mean, There's, a, there's still thing. There's still you know the con atmosphere yes, and the but con But it's done. And it's time.
1: done. The the purpose of it is to as an expo is to show off yes. all these new things that we're doing. That's yes. what an expo would be. It's not a convention. A convention is let's get a group of people together, buy stuff, show you stuff, you know, yeah. celebrate whatever's here. An expo in in terms of like kind of what it is when you go to a car expo or what. It's to show you off, show off stuff. That's, what, that's the feature it's of it It's not this. as much
0: of an expo as it used to be. Yes. But, but it, it the, still has
1: that aspect. The feature of it, you know, for Comic-Con, yes, Hall H and all this other stuff and this announcements, but it's still like buying stuff and exclusives and sure. all this stuff. And D23, the fact that they have those different stores or whatever, it it's obviously has a commercial aspect to it. It'd be stupid not to. Right. But I was surprised. I'm mean, just going to like, this is just nonstop. Mm-hmm. This, it's like E3. It's like, this is just nonstop. It's just all panels. Yeah. It's all introductions. It's all on the stage. Like this is Waltz what we're playing doing. was, was cool to see. Yeah. So,
0: um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, you know, there, there are the, the great thing about being um, one of the members is that they have tons of stuff for the members to get. So, um, we won't have another one till 2024. Is the next Disney expo, uh, 23, D23 Expo.
1: It's every other year, isn't
0: it? Yes. Yeah. So, anything else, guys? We didn't have one in 2020, so. No, we were supposed to, but we didn't.
1: No. We lost, that. We lost that.
0: All right, so for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next time. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Also on Twitter at Nerdable Show and on Instagram as Nerdables.